Well, hello. Why, hello. I am doing good. How are you doing? Good, good, good. <laughs> good. I'm, um, uh, I'm just pulling up. So been organised this month. So I've got my spreadsheet. I love it. I look at it going, oh, yeah, I forgot, oh, forgot, forgot I did that. forgot about that. And, yeah, I, I was doing the yeah. same because I've been good at uh, as I finish a book or watching something, not really doing much these days, but <laughs> it's really watching and reading <laughs> um, and a uh, bit of work and life in between. And um, it was like, oh, I, for- oh, I forgot about that. Oh, that was yeah. good. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I can't yeah, wait to tell yeah. Liz. <laughs> so how are you? Week nine yeah, of okay. lockdown? Yes. Yeah, fine. I mean, I mean, every day, I, I mean, we've talked about this before, but we don't have little kids. So I yes. every day I think of people who must be just struggling with little yes. kids and work. And um, so it's very, yeah, it's kind of a nice pattern to the day. We've kind of settled in and we, whilst the kids are in school, it's kind of good. School's doing a great job yes. with classes so, um, and uh, pretty happy. So I really, really can't complain. Yeah, I feel very much the same though. There are days and moments where it's just uh, super challenging and different things going on. I think with both of our kids, we've got kids finishing year 11 this term and going into year 12 next term. And I know there's some level of heightened anxiety around that amongst other things and the social isolation and like when we went for a walk it was like so good to see you in flesh and in human. I know I know oh. well my um my year 11 as you know it suffers nothing anything at all in, at any time or gets <laughs> so, so, so relaxed yeah, it's all fine so relaxed yeah so I think I'm quite lucky there but um yeah, uh, yeah, but uh, everyone's different, right? Like it's just it's all yes. different challenges everywhere. That's it. That's people it. I'm, I am. With kids, difficult yeah. job situations. So, yeah, it's. Um, I don't know if it's. So, for some people, I found the last lockdown harder than this one. Even though it was shorter, I think it was scarier in some ways. But now that we have more information, and even though it's probably more intense this time around, I feel having more information helps me manage the situation and I'm more accepting of what's going on because we've seen what's happened elsewhere so I've kind of just yeah. uh feeling very um and we talked about this when we went for our walk like you know we're not in an area of concern or an LGA of concern or whatever the language is but I kind of feel like we should all be in this together like I don't I don't I think like what Melbourne did was that everybody was in the same level of lockdown yeah, and curfew know, wasn't divided I and I find that very Challenging to live in a city where I know fellow Sydney siders are in much worse estate. There are cramped conditions and low, lower socioeconomic backgrounds, and the challenges that they're facing is just. It's yeah. if I was in their shoes, I'd be so scared right now. <laughs> so, I know. I just it really is a tale of two cities, and um, I, it's really and that oh, it's one of the reasons I kind of get up and think I just can't. I, I just can't feel bad about the situation we're in personally because so many people have it so much worse and our jobs happen to, um, you know, translate pretty well to online. So that's that's like a business. It's just, just luck of the draw, right? Like it's just oh, yeah. entirely how it lands. And um, I think the big thing this time is having the vaccine. Like I think yes. amidst all of it, like we do, I, you know, the, the take-up in New South Wales has been phenomenal mm. and I, I just genuinely feel like it was it was probably always going to come this wave and it's just it's just happened to be now so i think i think that's probably helps us in terms of feeling like 
Yeah, yeah. It feels less stressful than last time, but I think we've also got we're having the vaccine is just that makes a massive, absolute massive difference. The other thing that's helping me stay sane is um, my exercise routine, which is kind of yeah. going a little ballistic right now. So I was inspired by <laughs> your running. So wait for it, Liz. I downloaded right. this app called Jogo. So I'm learning to jog. Are you running? I'm running. I know the the, so the Impala slash giraffe are off the ground. So it's like... <laughs> yes, I've started wow, slow, but I'm, I'm building up. So I was watching. Um, I don't have. I only have Instagram on my phone because of the podcast, and because you know how about a year ago or something. I can't even remember when it was. We kind of did a big social yeah. uh, media uh, detox. Yep. And I still don't have Facebook on my phone. Right. Um, and so occasionally I'm on Insta just to see what's going on. Anyway, of course, I got trapped into this jogging ad. Oh, my God, <laughs> it I'm must like, have heard our conversation. It must have. <laughs> and so I downloaded it and it's some nominal amount of like $12 a month or something. But like you, I need a plan. I need someone yeah. to tell me what to do and then I will follow it. So every two days, <clears throat> excuse me, I have to do like a certain amount of running, but it's like interval at this yep. stage and it's building me up. But I'm telling you, it's actually working. So I'm doing it this afternoon. So wow. I've got half an hour. So it's like four minutes on, one minute off, four minutes on, yep. and you do that. And then um, I can do that and I'm actually okay. So maybe my fitness level is better than I thought it was. But that exercise has been a saving thing, and I continue to declutter. I think yes. I may not—I may not have anything left by the end of lockdown. <laughs> I may have completely emptied out my house and have like, I don't know, four forks, four knives, four spoons. That's it. No one who has dinner parties anymore. I mean, like chipped crock crockery out. Um, who uses that pan? I never cook you using that. I mean, honestly, I'm thinning down. Marie Kondo would be proud. But I'm not rolling any undies. I'll just be clear with that. I still just yeah. shove them in the drawer. Just getting rid of the bad ones. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. So what else have you been up to, my dear? Well, uh, yeah, look, I play the same here with the exercise. That's, um, yep. that's the key to life for me. Yeah. Um, and I had probably been doing about t- probably twice as much as I normally would just because, well, you you, I mean, you just, well, yeah, I mean, you, I just find I can, I can plan out my day a little bit better. It's, like a bit mm. more, it's probably a bit more regimented than it, than it normally is actually. So right. um, I, I can fit a bit more in with exercising between stuff, but um, so that's, that's fantastic. Um, I've been working on my flexibility and. Um, nice. That's your yeah, working flexibility or your physical work, flexibility? No, all my physical flexibility. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, good, good. Okay, excellent. Yeah, and my running, so that's, that's lovely. Um, and uh, there's no problem with, I mean, 5Ks, just keep, you can run forever around the circle. Yeah, I was going to um, say, learn, it's about going big, in circles. <laughs> we're in a big LGA, so you actually can stay in the LGA or 5k so i think it's actually oh is bigger. it either or yeah yeah mm. it's, it's either or yep mine is not as big as yours you've got you a bigger lta than me it is bigger than my LGA. <laughs> uh, oh my so god I, did you even know what an lga was before covid no that made it up it's not it wasn't a thing before, i don't think that's definitely what is it local government area yeah the council yeah. <laughs> the council 
<laughs> Which council? I still keep getting mine confused because I've swapped between two my whole life. I'm like, is it this one or is it that one? Is it will I? Will oh, I, okay. I can't remember. And where's the delineation <laughs> line? Anyway, um, yes, your council is definitely bigger than mine, but you've got yeah. a good council with your recycling and they do lots of great stuff. So I have council envy, though mine yeah. is catching up. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Mine, think- oh, my God. I found out something between our last podcast and this podcast. Yeah. So although I'm a massive Arnie's Recon fan and still use them, um, Recycle Smart have a partnership with my council and they do free pickup every four weeks of two bags. Right. So that's great. So that's what we've got. Yeah. We've extended it. Yeah. Ah, it's, um, good. It's still only uh, New South Wales, I think. Yes. I talked to a friend about having in Victoria. So it would be awesome if they expanded it it is so incredible how much less rubbish we have with the photo yes. and yes. the soft plastics yes um isn't that incredible yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just, just insane and um i mean i really hope I, I mean i think they it's all like accountable where it goes and everything but um yeah it's pretty because it's just really hard not to get soft plastic wrapping and it is one of the exactly in, in your in your um bin i've also just while we're on that topic i've yes. just subscribed to zero co um which came with the reese i got an extra recycle bag um oh, lucky you got a lovely little um a uh, little brochure with it with all these kind of suggestions for how you can reduce your your waste and mm. so zero co is this just launched and you buy the bottle that's lifetime bottle Mm. Um, and so you can get a pack of everything you need to your household if you want. There's different kind of levels. And then you get the refills in a little pouch and then when mm-hmm. you empty the pouch into your bottle, you put them into a reply plate envelope. It goes back to the company and they reuse the pouch. Amazing. Um, so it's zero waste once you buy everything. So that's that is such so a good – and what's the – and so you haven't got it yet? I haven't got it yet. Okay. So And it's about $150 to get the biggest starter pack, which is – everything literally everything you'd need for cleaning your house right and then they've got a new line coming which i bought as well which is shampoos body wash and something else and they keep keep refilling so it just means you're not chucking out those hand wash bottles they're all refillable Um, so much better and the products i'll have to have a look um you know no parabens and all that sort of stuff in well that's so, an important thing for us yeah we don't so the do waters, that waters kept nice and clean Fully today. well you know what i'm keen to hear how you go because it's also about the quality so like i'm all about the smell for example yeah. with yeah, like exactly. um, body wash and stuff like hand wash but it's yeah. not like i like lemony or lemongrassy stuff but yeah and no, i'm keen to right, i'll give you give you some feedback yeah. when my box arrives Awesome. Um, Looking forward. Yeah, so, um, books, books and, and TV. What's going on? <laughs> oh, my God. So hit and run. Can we start there? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I binged over <laughs> the last week. Okay, oh, my so don't, God. Okay, so don't tell me. Oh, you're not up to date. Oh, I thought you'd be caught up. I was, wa- well, I was watching um, it in preparation to discuss, but okay, well, we can do the next we- one. We've got three. Uh, I've got three to go. So don't, okay. Don't, so don't you know what? We won't finished? discuss it. I have. I slammed through okay. it. I I thought you'd be finished right. by now because I knew that you were like desperately watching it. So um, I wanted to catch up to you. 
So well, it's um, it's a partner view one, so we've got to wait That's to a partner available. So if it wasn't for yeah. that, I'd probably push on. But so um, isn't that the unwritten rule in with relationships? So with mine, we're watching a halt and catch fire, so neither right. of us can go forward no, in watching forward. that until the other one's like yeah because that's like um relationship 101 these days you yeah, cannot but move forward also not allowed which happened mm-hmm. when i looked over and he'd fallen asleep in the hit and run episode so then but he had to go off and quickly catch up because you can't, well, that's also yeah. that's on him he needs to catch him. up yeah, yeah. yeah exactly so <laughs> However, that is a cracking one. And I know. We will discuss that at our next um, yeah. podcast, but that was it just gets better and better. And if you've still got three more, each one is just more and more intense. It's not for late night viewing, but it is so good. So good. So good. Yeah. So good. Okay. Also so what have you watched? Started, we also just started uh, Ted Lasso. I know it's been out for so long, but have you have you seen it? No, but somebody else was telling me about it as well. That's, many people have mentioned it, and I think the next season's just come out, um, and it's just so cute. Yes. Um, so the premise is he's an American football coach who's come to the UK to to coach a um, UK soccer team. Yep. And he's been so the the owner is the um, ex wife of the former team owner, so she wants to destroy the club to. Get back at her husband. <laughs> so she's deliberately nice. employed him to make them fail. He that, obviously. Oh, so that's nice. the premise. And so, of course, he's got this kind of irresistible personality. And it's really, like, really hard to pull that off for an actor, I reckon. But it's really cute. So our only couple of eps in. Um, but nice. that's, that's, that's also excellent. That's is, that a, um, gotta... is that with kids? That yeah, one, it, is that... it is with there. There, it is with the kids. So yes, definitely with kids, and definitely okay. with your kids because yes. if, you know Teenagers. my youngest is year seven, and I, I I'm hoping a couple of the lines go over his head, but um, <laughs> that like I just burst out laughing. <laughs> so funny. It's, de- it's definitely yeah, definitely get away with the kids. There's a bit of bad language, but you know. Ah. Whatever. Nothing they don't hear. <laughs> I was just going to say, I'm sure they hear it anyway or say it themselves. Not our angelic yeah, exactly. children. No. Yeah, oh, that is brilliant. There is yeah. something that's coming out that um, it will be released uh, mid-September that I'm hanging for. So did you ever watch on Apple TV um, Morning Wars? The yes. one with yes. yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. season two is coming out. Oh, great. Yes. When's so. Mid-September, so Mid-September. I'm. Okay, not long to I've wait. Du- made a note of my diary, and the other one that's coming out uh, in a week, in the first week of September, is Billions. So I'm very no, excited I never about that. that one. Never caught yeah. that one. Before. So that's quite a long commitment. That's now seven seasons in or something. So yeah, yeah, it's okay. been amazing. I loved it. And so, uh, yes, the other one I loved, which I mentioned, I think when I saw you, was This Way Up. Yes. Had a couple of seasons and um that's I thought that was really a sweet little show um on oh, mental health really. And is um, that um an Irish or English one? Uh yes, Irish two Irish actors in it and right. set set in the UK. Right. Um yeah, I saw the and, thingy um, on it on Netflix. It looks good. Yeah, and they're only short they I think they're I think there's only six episodes and then they've done the second season. They've clearly filmed it in COVID because it's kind of in a, in the storyline. Mm. Uh, so they did very well. And it's just very, um, it's kind of just kind of a bit different and a bit unexpected. It's kind of flea bag, very light. Nothing, oh. nowhere near the, the heights of 
um, per oh, day. But that's a whole other story, of, yeah, isn't it? Kind of little bit of influence there. So it's a whole other story, yeah. Oh, well, I tell you, I'll definitely have to take a look at it because it's on my now that I've finished hit and run, I'm, I'm ready for my next um, non-partner viewing. Um, so. <laughs> So I don't have to wait. Um, but oh, I, that's perfect. I, that's perfect because they're little short episodes and they're quite nice when you're, you know, left alone in the house and yes. you've got um, everyone's a bit of bed time. and you're just just not quite ready to not quite ready to pack up on the day. Just pop pop one of those eps on. Well, um, I so that one that I just briefly mentioned, Halt and Catch Fire. It is such a great TV show. It's essentially all about set in the eighties. And it's around the time when um, personal computing was becoming a thing. Right. And um, and it's great cast, amazing um, acting. And there's four um, seasons of it, so it's only season one. So basically, yeah, no, it's a really great um, show. And Wholesome and Catch Fire is all about the thing about some kind of um, coding instruction. Oh, that okay. causes right. the computer's um, uh, internal operation system to stop, so halt and catch fire. So it's all very kind of um, techie. And so because I work in technology and, well, I'm not a coder, but have worked in technology for a while, it's just wonderful to see. So there's lots of references to like Bill Gates and Steve Jobs, but back in the 80s and how things developed and where we are today. And I look at, you know, our laptops and our iPhones and this and that and yeah, we've come so far in such a short amount of time, but it's yeah. a really gripping um, series. So, oh, is it? Um, okay, so is it like a bingey, bingey show? It is, but each one's like a each episode's an hour, so they're long, okay. and they're very. It's a bit like the Americans, so it's a period piece, and it's really well done. So it's right, set in the eighties, right. and um, but really enjoying it, really, okay. really enjoying it. Yeah, well, that is on my list as well. So. Um... Yeah, because there's been, been so many good things. Have you watched anything um, else worth so, noting? Well, the other stuff's been kind of um, non-fiction viewing. So yes. I watched most of the First Ladies on oh, FBS. love. How great excellent. is that? Loved. Yeah. About the, um, the First Ladies and the, but their influence behind the scenes, which is kind of, that was excellent. Misrepresented, which you've no oh. doubt seen with. Oh, Bell yeah. Crab. Which was really Oh, I, I watched it, each it. episode. I just got angrier and angrier, and then I finished it. And now I'm sitting watching it with my children, slightly right. under duress because they're like, "Oh, mum, it's a documentary on ABC." And I remember <laughs> being a kid saying exactly the same thing. But my, I always sort of like bribe them. I'm going, but you can have chocolate while you're watching it, or <laughs> something <laughs> like that. And like, okay, cool. <laughs> but it's so important they're, for them they're... to watch. Yeah, absolutely. And you really, like it does, it makes you just oh. their consistent um, experience across the board is just, oh. um, exactly. you know, just kind of, it really makes you stop and pause and think. And also how incredibly yes. brave are those women mm-hmm. um, having to, you know, imagine how tough you got to be to just survive it and keep on going back out there every day. Unbelievable. Oh. Well, whether it's from the gender deafness that, um Julie Bishop talks to or just the blatant misogyny or sexism and, you know, you always forget, right, so every workplace has their HR people and culture, you know, and if there is some kind of harassment, of course, a lot of it still happens and goes, you know, swept under the table, as you know, in all the reports. But at least you've got somewhere to go sometimes. But in government, they don't have 
anyone managing, you know, code of behaviour. There is no code of ethics around any of that kind of stuff. There's no com- complaint or, you know, management of any kind of process. I, I just, it, it just, quite, yeah. it's, I kind of find that quite unbelievable actually. And, and if you extrapolate that from the individual experience, so that's all women struggling to kind of cope with that environment. Mm. It also, even if it's, yes. it's even though it's difficult to get in there in the first place, but that also creates this culture for men mm-hmm. that then they're the lawmakers. And so, mm-hmm. That plays all the way out to the furthest reaches of society, right? That they 100%. operate like that, and it's obviously not all of them, but it's obviously also a strong kind of culture. Um, yes, that is affirmed over and over again because nothing happens, and then yeah, it's condoned then or if not reinforced, and then it's just this cycle that keeps going over and over again. And no, so no, it's if, yeah, if if women made me very angry in the room, how yes. Is the, broader voice to be heard like it's kind of, kind and if there is a woman's it. voice in the room that it's not belittled or ignored right. or considered less important yeah. so there's yeah yeah so, so I'm, I'm re-watching it and my blood is reboiling. Yeah. so <laughs> but on a more sort of fun feminist light note I've watched um Working Mums the new season came out for that the Canadian one yeah it is yeah. so politically incorrect yeah. and so funny and um, it, it's probably not one of the better seasons, but it is just, it's still laugh out loud, like belly laughingly oh, hilarious. I, I still have not caught up on that. I just, I always, I see it there and then I, you know, when sometimes you think, oh, I don't know. I don't you know. know what? You're going to love it. And really? that's a definite non-partner up. one. And you just, it's good crap. It's, <laughs> you can, you can dip in and out. You can, you know, pause mid episode and jump back in. Like it's not. You don't need, you know, your brain switched on for it and it's just funny and you will see yourself in many situations and you go, oh, I've been there from whether they're babies till older and you're like, yep, I remember that. Oh, I remember that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that just happened last week. Um, Yes, it's pretty, pretty funny. And then the other thing that I watched which was really great is an Australian um, miniseries. I don't know if we still do those, but apparently we do. Um, it was a, a series on stand, but we'll call it a mini series um, called Eden, and it was filmed just outside of Byron, right? And it's a murder mystery, um, and it's one of those um, murder mysteries where you you know that there's a murder and you know what happens at the beginning, but then it's the unraveling of key characters and how they all contributed to the outcome so there's really great character development then the interplay between characters um great storyline um look it's not the best Australia like like if I think of like Lantana or others that I felt were like incredible this is still very good though um and I've heard similar things like um nine perfect strangers as well that kind of unraveling that the variety started started watching that I'll have you is it any good because I've read the book it's a good story by the way yes because she's a good storyteller yeah she's a really good storyteller so I um uh, look, I'm three episodes in. It's it's okay. It's I sort of want to watch the next one. So okay. I think about um I've watched what's up, which I think is three episodes. I think the next one's up tonight actually. So I kind of went, oh, well, I'll watch that tonight. So I do feel like watching the next one, but I still 
kind of think it's maybe lacking a little bit of something, uh, something. Tension, I don't know, dramatic uh-huh. tension, something. I'm not quite sure. Anyway, but nice scenery. They're, they're pretending to they're in America when they're clearly not. Isn't it set in Byron as well? But set in Byron, but it's not. They're pretty California or something. So they've made it. Uh, I think they made. I don't know why they made it. Probably because they couldn't film anywhere else at the time. Um, so they've kind of mostly American accents, and I think that kind of. I think it's a bit alienating when you know it's the Byron, and you recognise all these Australian actors, and they're all <laughs> got American accents. So it's kind of you know what I mean. It's kind of going well. Bit like the Matrix when they were in Martin Place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, there's the fountain, the lady in yeah, red and the fountain. Cool. Like, oh, I walk past there all the time for work and suddenly it's in this it uh, sci-fi trouble. movie. Yeah. <laughs> I know exactly. Through. Or the tunnel scene at Central Station, like with the rain. I'm like, oh, I've walked through that tunnel. Yep, I know where that yeah, is. There's something <laughs> weird about it. So you go, oh, they've made it. They've made this show and they're pretending they're here and that's clearly an Australian plant and that's a, yeah. So you, <laughs> had they just been in Byron Bay, you would be in the stories. I think, I think that might be a problem. Anyway, that's a oh, minor issue. Just uh, a small one. No, that's yeah, fair enough. And right, what about reading? Books? What have you yeah, been doing? Oh, okay. So real, a really good COVID read. Um, <gasps> yes. By COVID read, I mean, you know, if your brain's a bit tired, mm. and, yeah. um, is Jacqueline Maley's The Truth About Her. Okay. Maley writes um, I think she writes in the Sydney Morning Herald. She has a feature piece. And yes. It's a great book. It's just really good. So just, um, yeah, kind of, it's a kind of a little bit of a kind of a mystery um, to it. So she's written, she's written an article about a wellness blogger who then um, commits suicide, the wellness blogger, based on the fallout from the, from the article, supposedly. Right. Probably not. She's kind of. Um, and then she's just had an affair with her boss. So she ends up, you know, out of a job and filled with guilt. And then the wellness blogger contacts her and then that kind of the story is off and running. So that's set in, set in Sydney. So I love it and couldn't wait to read it every night. So the truth about it. Excellent. So is that based, do you think at all, remember the Bill Gibson blogger? She, well, I mean, she didn't commit suicide, but she did do the fake cancer claims yeah, and all so of I that. Think it, it is kind of yeah, like I, I, that's what I immediately thought of, but I don't think it's based on that. Like, there's nothing. Okay. There's nothing in the story other than it's kind of the premise is the same, but it's not. Yeah, there's nothing factual about it. I don't think so. Okay. Um, that you, you immediately think of that because she's kind of the wellness blogger's young and kind of pretty, and you know, so and gleaming with health in a cookbook that she's uh, made and all this sort of stuff and then it also um mm. but yeah it's really really good read so not nothing deep and meaningful but it's really, still a good story yeah yes oh good Have you anything on your bedside table well um i'm almost finished such a great book also a lovely covid read it's like almost like we've moved from holiday reads to covid reads um, <laughs> The, the book that you need when you just want to sort of have something light and fluffy. So instead of lying next to a nice hotel pool or on the beach or wherever you are camping, doing something, it's when you're at home, it's stuck in lockdown and you just need a bit of an escape. Um, it's called The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. Right. And it's uh, by an, an author I've never heard of, V.E. Schwab. And it's um, 
this young woman who's about to be married off in 1700s in France and she's like, I'm nobody's property. I don't want to be married to this person. I don't know who they are and I don't want to be married to them. That's for sure. I want to be able to choose my own life and whatever. And so she basically makes a deal with a spirit that she can be her own person. But with that comes, uh, I guess, a whole lot of, you know, when you do a deal with the devil sort of thing. And she basically, the book time travels because she can now live longer um, from 1700 or so in France to then New York. So it's 1714 in France and then it goes to like down south, I think it is, and then moves to Paris and then New York in 2014. And it's all about how her life has evolved and the concept of time, which I thought was really relevant because right now time is such a weird thing. Sometimes it's super compressed for us and then other times a day seems like forever. Um, And it's just been a really gentle, like easy read. Like it hasn't taken me long to plough through it and it's just been an absolute pleasure um, I used, I bought with um, your birthday present, um, so the book depository, I bought it online with, uh, for my birthday. So thank you um, wow. <laughs> from last year. So there you go. And then the other one that I read, which because of um, I having read Clara and the Sun and being opened to Kazuo Ishiguro's world of amazing writing, I read Never Let Me Go because I found it on the side of the street in somebody's oh. decluttering. So in a great irony, they let it go. They did let it go. And so I let it go now and my daughter's reading it. My mom's already read it. So now we're all doing like a mini book club about it. Um, (laughs) Also like quite gut-wrenching like Clara and the Sun, but I loved it in its onion-like revealing of, you know, you're not quite sure what it's about and then the revelation of um, the fact that these kids were basically. No, don't say it. Don't say it. What? Give it away. You'll give it away. So okay, it. well, I won't say what it's about then, but what I will say, it is similar to My Sister's Keeper, which is by Jodie Picoult, which is a not like the most literary book of the world, but it is a similar concept and what and poses very similar moral questions around that action. Yes, yeah. And it's just... <laughs> Without telling that, people what it's about, yeah, but no, if no, you've no. read it, you would know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it really, yeah, you kind of you surprise any. Um, yes, but it's got that, that unsettling true. feeling. Like even you're wondering what's oh, happening, the you feel so way through. Always oh. there, you go. Oh, it just really makes you feel kind of itchy or something. <laughs> but it is good in the way because it made me think, and it's so well written. Um, and my daughter is going through, well, I wouldn't say a phase of reading, but she loved the more morose and depressing and oh, challenging yeah, yeah, yeah. the story, the more she'll love it. So right, right. I, I oh, gave it to perfect. her and she's perfect. halfway through. She's loving it. She's like, oh, my God, this is so depressing. I'm like, I know, right? <laughs> she's like, this is the best book ever. I'm like, enjoy it. <laughs> um, and then my other book that I've read, but I actually did it on audiobook. Um, whilst walking and doing stuff like that was a book called Digital Body Language because now that everything for work or even socially like how we did our um, Trivial Pursuit or Scrabble, I can't even remember, like our online games night, we everything is now online and we barely see each other. So digital body language of how we communicate digitally, even typing 
um, texts through to how we position ourselves on a video screen uh, for a video call all says so much now that we can't see each other face-to-face. So this book by Erica Dewan um, is really fascinating. My friend in America told me about it because she started in a role um, just as lockdown was happening last March. And so she met maybe a handful of people in her company. And since then, she's still with the same company. That was it. She's, they're still in, not open the real office. And oh, right. wow. so it's all about how do you build rapport? How do you, um, you know, establish relationships and engage with people that you've never met before and, you know, try and do your job when you don't meet yeah. people face to face. And yeah. so it's a fascinating thing. I've been talking to people I've never met and they live overseas for the last year or so in my role. My partner's, as you know, started a role and also in lockdown. So it's just a fascinating world in that and it is very challenging, mind you, but um, this book was really interesting to uncover some things about like tone in your emails and texts through to um, you know, where you sit and how, how close to a camera, how far away, what do you wear, background, like really simple things. But I found it really fascinating. So it's kind no, of a I bit don't. like uh, communication in the digital age, but now yeah, that we're all yeah. forced into lockdown, you know, our neck of the woods anyway, um, literally everybody's engaging. And when you actually do see a real human, it's such a novelty. It's like IRL in real life. Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to Three-dimensional. Again, at some point, but I think lives might be a bit of a hybrid um, for a while, yes. even when sort of a bit more normal. So, yeah, all this stuff, negotiating and, yeah. Well, that's it because you all look at what's happening really in Israel about. where they've got yeah. such a high vaccination rate, but that doesn't include children, which is yep, the thing. Right. So unless our kids are vaccinated. Um, yeah. So when they're saying even in um, New South Wales and Victoria and Australia anyway, and they're saying 70%, that doesn't include children. That's over 18-year-olds. And what well, we're seeing yeah, is yeah. so many kids are getting affected, so they need to actually increase that pool that they say 70% because otherwise we're going to see what happens, what's happening in Israel where they're having a third or fourth wave and they've had mainly Pfizer, but they're still getting it. So that's, um, that, that excluding children is kind of a real product of the first round where children exactly to pass it on. So now that's out the window, then you really got to throw that model out as well and go, well, it's got to be everyone. Like, exactly. No that's yeah. exactly it. All right. Now, just quickly before we go, um, just a couple more minutes, but I just want to quickly mention two things. So first of all, one more book. Um, yes. Sarah Winman is one of my favourite authors and she's got a new book yes. out called <gasps> Still, Still Life, which yes. I'm really enjoying. Um, if you've ever read When God Was a Rabbit, that's really gorgeous. Yeah, I remember and, you talking about that one. You said yeah, that you absolutely loved really, it. Yep. So that I'm just ready. I've nearly finished Still Life. So I really love her writing. It's so good. And one I've one podcast I listened to in the middle of the night last night when I woke up and couldn't get back to sleep and I um, got onto conversations. ABC oh, yes. conversations. And there's a really gorgeous one about, I think it's called Making Friends with a Fox. And it's yeah. about this woman who lives in like the Nevada desert in the middle of the wilderness and um, she's sort of a, a teacher about environment and national parks and all this sort of stuff. And she well, a fox befriend, but totally wild fox befriends her, and it's kind of just really incredible, really incredible. So, anyway, loved it. Listen to that. 
Perfect. Now that sounds good. Yeah. Well, we well we've swam through quite a lot. So much. Yeah, absolutely. Considering (laughs) we're all in, but the the last thing I would say is I am enjoying the slowness, and um, despite having said that last time when we were locked down and then life just ramped up to like a crazy, crazy speed again. I want to, I'm, I'm trying to um, make notes now whilst still sometimes like I have it waking up on a Saturday going, what am I doing today? Well, apart from cleaning the house, washing and walking, um, that's about it. Um, what else can, you know, can we recapture when once life gets yeah. a bit hectic again? How do we yes, maintain exactly, certain yeah. elements of slowness? So I'm, uh, definitely going to try and make a uh, intentional point proactive point of that yes very good yeah i think there's there's, there's always something good to be taken out of it indeed Um, yeah indeed all right right, my dear nice to talk to you it's always good to talk to you my dear and um look forward to catching up uh, again in a few weeks to a month or so cool yay all right see you you later Bye. bye